you know, I'm really tired. I'm exhausted. You know, I've been trying to get in pinball podcast in between crazy amounts of work, personal things I've been going through. And I turned on the pinball show tonight because I just wanted to hear Zach and Dennis talk about pinball and cover the news and sort of just take my mind off everything else going on in my world. But I was also really curious to see how they would cover the Jersey Jack pinball playfield issue. Because as you know, and I know, this is a really important issue and making sure that the games we're paying a lot of money for have really good quality. And I said on my last show, I think the pinball media have a true responsibility to not brush this under the rug, to not make light of it, to not pretend like it's not news. It is news. Collector's editions, which we were told would be of better quality than the initial LE run, are now having the same issues again. So I want to just play for you the reason why I think the pinball media and this entire industry is just getting to the point now where like, I've lost kind of interest in it because you don't get people telling you the truth anymore. You don't get people looking out for you in the community. It's just people looking out for these companies, cheerleading these companies and looking out for their friends. And I understand why I get it. You're friends with people that work at pinball companies. But what I don't get is how you can do a podcast. And I mean this, Zach, you do a podcast in which you say, that this isn't really news, you're kind of making a little bit light of it, but then you say you're not even sure that Jersey Jack officially came out and said the problem was solved. Because I want to play for you what Zach said today about the playfield issue, and listen to how he talks about it, how he says it's not really news, like, and also how they don't really think JJP has ever really confirm that they solved the problem. A lot of discussion over the forum, social media right now, have been discussing the collector's edition Guns N' Roses. Some of the owners are showing some playfield chipping again. Chipgate? Chipgate again, 3.0, around some of the posts, and it's making its rounds again on social media. We didn't know that it was happening to the CEs, I guess. I don't know what the, the news is here. Probably the same issues they were having with the early run standard and Ellie's or, you know, the Stern was having with theirs or that. I guess even 12,500 can't protect you from chip gate. <laughs> That's what people's arguments are. And not even 12,500. Well, 12, I think they were going to get better 20, clear. 20, I don't know. They thought, well, I think JJP, not, I don't think they ever formally said it is resolved. I don't recall hearing yeah, that it was fixed. No, either. But, you know, all of these companies have always been super cagey about when they Absolutely. what the issue is and when they and when it's been fixed now there's only one problem with that and zach and dennis saying that they never said the problem was resolved and they've been super cagey about all this the only problem with that is that jersey jack actually did tell us way back december 28th right before the collector's editions were going on the line they did confirm for us that the problem was fixed and the other problem is the place they confirmed it for us was on Zach's show when Zach interviewed Ken Cromwell. Now you tell me, did Zach forget that Ken said this? Let me play that clip. All right, Ken, you're my best friend. I love you, buddy. But um, I'm going to ask, I have to ask, a lot of new pinball machines in the last couple of years I've been in have been showing some clear coat issues on play fields. 
is Jersey Jack aware of any play field issues that have happened on any of their titles before? And are they doing what they can do to remedy any issues that do? Come oh, up? sure. I mean, for my, I think of myself, right? Cause I'm a collector and I'm an yeah, enthusiast. Yeah. And when I get a game, the games cost a lot of money and I'm probably one of the people that really go over my game with, with a fine comb, so to speak. I'm looking for any imperfections. You're I am very, picky very picky. One. So picky. when something like that arises, yeah. I can put myself in anybody's shoes and, and, and you think to yourself, all right, I want to make sure that, that this isn't something that I need to be concerned about with my game. So I can confidently say that like any isolated issues that have been brought to our attention or are currently happening or have been or are being addressed. Okay. We obviously care about the quality of the play fields and the games and, and exceeding the expectations of the customers is, is what we want to do. We want, we don't want to just come in and, and meet expectations. We want to exceed those, those expectations. But I want people to know I care about like the same exact things that our buyers care about. So none of that gets swept under the rug where I totally respect your question and uh, I don't blame you for asking it. I can confidently say that everything's good to go. Everything is good to go. That sounds like a confirmation from Jersey Jack that the playfield issues have been resolved. Let's hear those two statements quickly together because I think just the last two parts put together of Zach saying that Jersey Jack has never said anything about this and Dennis saying like they're cagey about it. And then Ken saying, we never put it under the carpet and we're confidently here to say we're good to go. I don't think they ever formally said it is resolved. I don't recall hearing yeah, that it was fixed. No, either. But, you know, all of these companies have always been super cagey about when they Absolutely. what the issue is and when they and when it's been fixed. So none of that gets swept under the rug where I totally respect your question and uh, I don't blame you for asking it. I can confidently say that everything's good to go. Look, we don't want Canada to start doing journalism in the pinball podcasting world. And look, I understand what's going on here. I understand that Zach and Ken are friends. And this is a real nightmare situation for Jersey Jack Pinball. And the only reason I bring this stuff up and the only reason I bring attention to it is I just think we need to stop. We need to stop trying to have all this revisionist history. We need to stop blaming customers. We need to stop acting like what's happening isn't happening. And I think we need to all get together and figure out a solution to this problem. And this doesn't help, though. It doesn't help when we do pinball shows and we sort of ignore it or we say we're not sure that they ever said the problem was fixed and make light of it and say it's not news because it is news. And there's people that are spending $12,500 on games and they're looking down at their game tonight and they're all bummed out. And I'm telling you right now, there is no solution that anyone has in place yet. And so what I'm hoping comes out of this is a few things. I'm hoping, and I am hoping, that this might just be an issue that those of us who have Guns N' Roses machines that have issues, you might have to live with it. And I mean that. You might just have to live with it because the reality of swapping out your playfield for a better one is not a likely reality. Nobody wants to see Jersey Jack Pinball go under. I'm friends with Ken. I'm friends with Eric. I'm friends with people over at that company. But they need to figure a solution out, and it's been three times in a row now. But the other thing they need to do is this. They can't go radio silent. This has been happening now for years. This isn't just an isolated incident on a couple games. This is happening over and over and over again. And what they also need to do is they need to have a standard communication to everybody. Because I already heard, as of today, Jack is calling people up 
personally and asking them, what can he do for them? But that's not a solution. You can't go one by one by one and offer different solutions to people. You can't offer one person washers, the next person a play field, the next person might get a refund, the next person might get a fully populated play field because that's going to blow up in their face too because you have to have a standard of giving all of your customers equal quality, equal assurance that if something goes wrong, they're all going to be taken care of the same way. And I really hope they figure this out. I hope they, they figure this out. But I also hope the pinball media out there just take a little bit more responsibility that this isn't a joke, this is a news item, and you heard it on your own show, Zach, that they said the problem was solved. And I believe them, and everybody believed them, and that's why people are having such a big issue now, and that's why this needs to be more of a news item and taken more seriously. And I know you could pull up a bunch of my shows in which I say things incorrectly, and I do say things incorrectly, and I do sometimes change my mind on things, and I do sometimes forget what I say. But this, this, is, this is something that we have to get right, and we can't brush this under the rug. And Canada might be wrong on rumors, news, and speculation at times, but just remember that I might not have as many friends in this hobby as other people on the airwaves, and I might not know people inside these companies, and they might want to protect those relationships more than anything else because that access to those friendships means a lot. They also might want to sell you games, and that's important. They can't lose that. But I'm here to tell you right now, all this could go away, and the only thing I'm really here to do for this podcast, and since day one, is keep these companies honest. We're spending a lot of money on these games. The quality should be there. The mechanisms should be there. The magic should be there. And nobody's putting more magic into their games than Jersey Jack Pinball. And that is why people are in such pain over this. They buy your games to collect. They buy your games to hold on to forever. They don't want to look down and see these issues. And I need a solution. Your customers need a solution. And for the pinball media out there, we need to band together on this and not not criminalize anybody. And it's not Zach's fault. It's not Ken's fault. I know they want their things to be, you know, of high quality over at Jersey Jack Pinball. But we just need to stop saying, like, it's not news. We need to stop saying that Jersey Jack never said the problem was solved because they did. And we've got to hold them to that. And guess what? They need to hit stop on the production line probably until they have a solution to keep making games when you know you haven't solved it yet because clearly you haven't because we're seeing it again on the CEs. That's where I have an issue. That's where we all should have an issue. And and I want to buy every single Jersey Jack game. I want to buy Toy Story. I want to buy The Matrix. I hope it's The Matrix. But you know what I mean? But we just can't have this. We just can't have, uh, you know, the pinball media protecting protecting the companies over the customers that's not the way it should be all right everybody no music it's so late i'm so tired i gotta go to bed peace